Hello. Oh, welcome to Don't Say Cunt. I'm uh, I'm one of one of uh, one of the hosts, Dave Foley, and uh, across uh, the table from me is what do you want to say, Paul? Who who's across? Oh, me. Oh, you. Yes. Oh, is I you? am. I am also one of the hosts. One of the hosts. Yeah. I'm Paul. I can't remember which one of the hosts you are. I'm pretty sure I'm not Paul. No. Dave. No. You just oh, said you were Paul. See, I don't know. Well, all right. Well, this mm. is Don't Say Cunt. Uh, again, this is the show where we promise uh, 45 minutes of conversation without the word cunt being used. It's it's cunt free. Yes, uh, because, and it's a wonderful country. Because, as we understand it, it's yes, it's a wonderful. It's our it's our adopted country. Uh, That's right. So it's uh, I'm loyal to my country. Yes, yes. Um, cunt, country before party, I say. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I love yeah. cunt, country and Western music. Yep, and country Bogart. I love. I, I could watch country Bogart movies all day long. You know, with um, with. Uh, uh, Lauren, 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 vagina. Lauren the vagina. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't. I'm not comfy. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, right. Yeah, and then who's that, Paul? Who's that? That would be Jackie Harris Greenberg. Jackie Hello. Harris Greenberg, who's Hello. a little bit country. I'm a little, little bit country. country. Yeah. And and I'm a little bit rock and roll. And who's that, Dave? That's, that's Chrissy Guerrero. That's me. And who's the tinkling of the pinochles? The contrapuntal piano playing. Yes. Oh, wow. There You're just showing off yeah. now. <laughs> that is the wonderful Eben Schletter, who yes. is here all the time. Uh, to make Eben Tinkle Keys yeah, Eben, Schletter. Eben is, is the wave upon which we ride. Mm-hmm. Eben, Eben is the, uh, he is he's the antidote the, to awkward pauses. Yes, he's the paste with which we brush yes. our teeth. Yes. Uh, you brush your teeth things. with paste? I'm not good at, well, well toothpaste. Yeah. Wait a second. Toothpaste. Well, I am from 1806. <laughs> Yeah, you just use a big vat of lepages. Yeah, yeah. Tooth, toothpaste. Mucilage. I remember some episode of kids making their own toothpaste and selling it of something. You, an episode? An like ep- an episode you had? <laughs> well, it was a mental episode. Little House yeah. on the Prairie? Yeah. Oh, they would just chew on a stick. <laughs> like Vikings. That's what like, Vikings did to keep... Like remember, gorillas do. Remember there was a little animated... I mean, there was a cartoon when we were kids. I forget uh-huh. what it was. It was, uh-huh. it was on the Uncle Bobby show. Uh-huh. They did a thing about how, how people... Before toothbrushes... Vikings would clean their teeth by and chewing chew on, on their a sticks. Stick. Mm-hmm. I had a gym mm-hmm. teacher that used to tell me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he'd in put private, a, and then put, a, and then he put oh. a condom on a banana and stare at you intently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was sex ed class. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah we had a teacher. I, I was the only one in the class. Our, our our my health our health teacher was he was 180 years old. Yeah, and uh, he'd put the condom on on a cucumber, oh. and he'd say, "Grow the hell up! Stop giggling!" No. <laughs> That's really good. I gotta, I gotta do this every goddamn year. I had a, uh, I had a grade four teacher that whenever any noise would happen, he would just go, "This is pathetic." <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember from that class. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me, sir. I have a question. This is pathetic. <laughs> There's a Mr. lot of Mr. Hambly. A lot of people who go into the teaching trade, mm-hmm. as much as we all have to admit, teachers are the true heroes, mm-hmm. are really petty people. Uh, uh, so I, I I have taught children a lot over yes. the years. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. then your point well I was, taken. Dave. I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can tend to be very petty. Yeah, I was true. one time. I was once uh, teaching elementary school children uh, an acting class. Yeah. And I was giving them something, some direction. They were, of course, just like all over the place and running around and yeah, loud and everything. And uh, and I finally lost it. And we're like, you guys are acting like children. <laughs> yeah. Which I one, hate when they one do that. One meek little child said. 
Oh. We are children. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 I think I'd start, if I was Assholes. a teacher, I'd have to start every class with, first of all, fuck all y'all if you think you're going to talk while I talk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should have been a teacher. Should have been yeah. a teacher. Yeah. yeah. There's still time. Dave, what would your subject been if you, you were a teacher? If I was a teacher? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I would like to have been a science teacher, mm. but I was a really terrible science student. That, so I'm not that sure never if that would help uh, out mm. with the kids. Did, but yeah. you, did you like the lab coat? No, I, see, I loved science, but I hated science class. Mm. It yeah. was so, so boring. And they mm. always said things as though they were facts. I kept, and I would keep going, how do you know? And then the teacher would get oh, you mad were, at me. So you were the skeptic. The teacher would get oh. mad at me. You were yeah. a skeptic in science yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. So, better, better a skeptic in science class. How do we know there's religion? gravity if we can't see it? Yeah. I kept yeah. saying, right. how, do we, how do you know the electron the electron orbits the proto? How do you know it orbits mm-hmm. like that? Well, to be fair, you were also yeah. born before the Renaissance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so all that stuff was very odd. And then it turns out atoms don't uh, orbit uh, the pro atoms. They don't orbit the. Uh, the nucleus of an atom. They don't. What do I, they do? They they exist in a wave function. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, and what we consider to be the particle is just uh, sort of uh, noise? an artifact of the... Oh, of that the noise is half our audience oh, yeah. leaving. All right, there we go. <laughs> no, I actually yeah, enjoyed I that. I the same. No. I, just do, I did a nice cheap joke. I don't care. No. Uh, I don't care. I don't I, care. I like pretty things. Particles don't exist. That's my main thing. Matter doesn't exist. Oh, so do I exist? Nope. nope. God, oh, that ex- you in particular. That, ex- that explains <laughs> you, why I'm feeling this ah. way. Is this going to be another one of those uh, another dimension mm. talks or we've well, already lived exist. and we're just a computer? Mm. Well, that's the uh, ancestor simulation theory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also called the Matrix. The one that makes me cry, well, that it's theory. Tr- it's most likely true. Oh, this. boy. <laughs> it say, is yeah. weird, though, how, you, know, how I used to, you think just so something you, uh-huh. and then it shows up some like mm-hmm. the you know thinking about well, that's because you ordered it ordered it right? that's how amazon the works that's how amazon yeah. works yeah. yeah yes but what if it's in my head mm-hmm. oh amazon i don't say knows. it out yeah. loud well that's schizophrenia do you, <laughs> do you look at the picture for a long time mm-hmm. no that's all amazon needs now no it's yes just, yeah. the internet they'll turn true. on your camera yeah. Yeah, they know where you're looking. They know where your eyes are looking. We actually did that. We tested it the other day. We talked day. about a uh, about a product and then it showed thing. up on our Facebook I don't Facebook remember feed. what it was, but ah. we, we wanted to test the theory. Mm-hmm. By the yes, way, Amazon, if you want to be a sponsor, mm-hmm. please let us know. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we know you're listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember it was... Mr. Uh, Mr. Bezos. I remember Bezos. we had this really fun... It was diarrhea medicine. No, I don't remember what we talked about, but... It did show up. It was quilts. Up. It was a very specific thing. Yeah. It was a very a specific quilt. quilt. It was a yes. quilt that you Was it could, the AIDS quilt? It was nothing, but I do was remember the, the AIDS quilt mm. was amazing. <laughs> I remember the AIDS quilt. That made me cry. The, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck was you it the all. AIDS quilt? God damn. <laughs> that is dark. No, <laughs> no, people can take t-shirts. I think it's on, you can um, get it on Etsy now. You can't buy you can buy the Yates Cool on Etsy. <laughs> it's not the actual one. It's a copy. I think it's the original. <laughs> it's a copy, Dave. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm... Dave... I, also, I purchased uh, Judy Chicago's The Dinner Party on Etsy as well. The actual thing? Yeah, the actual thing, wow. yeah. All those plates that look like vaginas, got them yeah. all. Wow. Uh, you took a you while to collect them all. That is that is the worst way to have spaghetti. <laughs> in a vagina? On a vagina plate. Well, on a well, vagina plate, on, yeah. Or the best the way. Plate. Or the best way. On an actual vagina. <laughs> yes. Wow. 
better than I never got the sushi on a body thing. That always grossed me out. Sushi Ew. on a body? Yeah, you know the sexy parties where uh, they'd oh. have a hot nude model laying there and she'd be covered in sushi. Ew. And you'd take it off her. I've never That's even not very guys don't know how to live. How do you think I paid my way through college? I've never even I've never even understood wanting to do uh uh cocaine off of someone's ass. I never <laughs> that didn't uh, off their ass? Yeah. That's not appealing. A, yeah, that's what, like, yeah. Frank Sinatra, they all did it. They would cocaine always do yeah. cocaine off a, a girl. hooker's ass. Oh, see, I thought it was off um, a gym teacher's ass. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. Well, see, another ass. thing I have Sammy's ass. <laughs> oh, Sammy. Yeah. But what if it was he like He also a ate concave. fried eggs off a hooker. Yeah, Sammy? I think. Well, no, no, uh, uh, Frank. Frank, yeah. Yeah, he was... It's okay. and eating them off the hooker is one yeah, thing, but, I, but cooking them on her is yes, another. That's just is, mean. That's Wait, <laughs> where would the fried eggs be? Yeah. And would they be soft? soft I guess. Sunny like, side up? I think they're sunny side up, eggs but I guess that's how you know you've really made it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I haven't. I did it. I haven't. No. Mm. Yeah. Right. I guess there were a lot of other indications that I hadn't made it, too. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the fact that you're doing this podcast probably yeah, is the yeah, number one. Yeah. Number one. And that's mine. That, yeah. But this I, is fun. We're, we're that I drive around looking at for sale signs on houses and weeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if what if you were the sushi model? Yeah. Oh, you're back on the sushi. And you got yeah. and you got some weird disease disease like like that the girl that died from having the gold paint on her and the gold right. finger well, yeah. that's is that that's Although, a myth that's i think myth. it's an urban that's myth. myth. That's a myth. Yeah. Yeah. she didn't yeah. die she just like ruined some clothes going home but it's not a weird yeah. it's not a weird urban myth because what's his face with the silver paint in um in what in uh, the wizard of oz actually became very ill and probably led to his death you know shorter or in a different way you know yeah. tin oh. man yeah um, um, i don't yeah. know he was pretty old on barney jones it was the lead paint yeah, no, that was... Uh, was it lead? Silver? It was on Barnaby Jones. That was, no, that was the... Buddy uh, Epson. Yeah, not Buddy Epson. That was the, the, the Scarecrow. Oh, that was the Scarecrow. No, no, Buddy Epson. No, Buddy Epson wasn't the Tin Man. He was... He was the he was Tin the Man, he got fired. He was the original Tin Man. Yeah, but he was oh, allergic oh. to the paint, and he had, that's why he did Yeah, but was he allergic to the paint, or was it a different paint, and it almost killed him? The and other guy, well, so the other sick. guy finished Eben? the movie... I thought it was that he had a reaction to the paint, that it was something in the paint. Yeah. yeah he I got don't know that sick. it was specific Led. to him, but yeah. yeah, it was because, you know. He would have been better. Just saying. Because uh, what was the name of the man who did play it? It was uh, Jack. Exactly. It was exactly. Ed um, It was Ed Begley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I love Ed yeah. Begley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it was. Anybody want to take a bet on what the next ad is? Oh, and we, oh. Are, we st- are we still getting those? Oh, oh, wow. so. Otherwise, this will be really well, let's awkward. Take a sh- well, let's take a short break. Oh, that's food and, um, <laughs> I bet it's food. Yeah, really short. I bet yeah. it's food. Uh, yeah. Let's find All out. All right, let's see. Right. Here we go. Well, that was surprising. Well, that was. Uh, that was shocking. I didn't see that, Did I didn't see that, see that coming. coming. No. Shocking. Not at all. Well, oh, well, I guess we just move on. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> you know I did work at Area 52. Area 52. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And what happened there? What, what sort of stuff went on in Area 52? Well, at Area 52. It didn't get much press. It did not. and <laughs> didn't get much press at all. Myself and my coworkers are still a little upset that all yeah. anybody ever wants to talk about is well, you didn't, Area 51. You needed your own Bob, Bob Lazar. Who, exactly. The guy who broke the, Our UFO expert. The, the news on there. But we didn't have 51. UFO. We weren't working with UFOs. Well, there's another problem right there. Yeah. We you know, yeah. you're not going to get much prep. Mm. Well, what did, what were you doing at Area 52? We were working with different ways to pack uh, fast food. <laughs> and this was and this was a black black budget pro- project for the U.S. Yeah, I think military. so. Yeah, <laughs> did it have yeah, it was some, just like well, no, no, we started with styrofoam. Yeah, 
Did you kept the hamburgers very warm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, see here, I'm I'm thinking you may have benefited from not getting a lot of coverage. <laughs> Why you say that? It might have been to your might have been in your best interest that people didn't know about this. Oh, well, next time you go have a Chipotle bowl. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> they don't okay. use styrofoam. They don't use styrofoam. Yeah, no, they they I know. The 80, that's because we found out it was bad at Area 52. Oh. <laughs> Did the hamburgers melt into the styrofoam? Yeah. No, nothing really happened. It was a pretty bad job. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. And scene. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Evan. <laughs> yeah. But they, you did work with Grace. Evan, mm-hmm. as yes. a lawyer, how much of a bit, uh, how long does a bit go before, it, be bef- a bit? before you don't get your money back when you realize it's bad? <laughs> oh. When it fails, is it fifty percent? If I end the, if I and leave. is it fifty percent when you leave from when you leave the theater, or yeah. for when you get hold of the manager? I, How much I time? To, if I go to a play, what do you time? And I'm from? like, I'm at, I'm at forty nine percent of this play, and I'm like, I, I don't like this play. Yeah, it's not right. good. Let's say it was um, uh, uh, Hamilton. Hamilton before yeah. intermission. You're saying I don't know wherever fifty percent lands. Let's say. <laughs> Let's say it's Starlight Express. Okay. Oh, Perfect I've never, example. I've never seen Starlight Express. I think we should stick with but I think, can I get my money back anyway because it's that bad? Right. <laughs> can people who have never seen Starlight Express or, get a refund? Right. Like, can you get your money back just on the basis of roller skates? Yes. Well, Evan? Uh, in the case of Starlight Express, uh, the roller skates makes it a definite yes. You can yes. get your money back. Yes. If you purchase in, roller skates. <laughs> In, nor- in normal circumstances, I think it's just pie. 3.14 minutes. Oh, if you know, oh I didn't know there was a formula for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. they tried to get, you know, the eight years Jeez, of that's mathematically not very much. figuring it out. Yeah. I don't know. The roller skates would be a bonus to me. I, I think you shouldn't get your money back if it's like, roller skates. Well, what if people- you bought roller skates because you thought, oh, it'd be great to be in Starlight Express. Oh, and then you find out you actually don't you get to wear terrible, your roller. That yeah. you're observing and then you find out it's only. a horrible play. What if you thought you were going to a place where they Did were going to let you wear roller skates? of Starlight Express? Um, Probably. Just, just as evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always was, mixed up Starlight Express and Xanadu. Uh, they're both terrible, but uh, tell, try and tell that to my wife and daughter. Well, should I try to tell it they, to them? They insist on they oh, insist on enjoying Xanadu. <laughs> they just will enjoy it. You know what I enjoy it again, and nothing I can do will stop them. You know what I think is a really overrated movie, and I don't understand why people think it's one of the greats. Which one is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with the Bee Gees? Oh, Nobody yes, thinks but it's great. produced by Robert Stigwood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you been, oh, you've been sarcastic. See, this is why you guys don't get along. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. This I really liked it when it came time. out because I it had Peter Frampton. It. Yeah, it, had... it was terrible. Oh. Oh, what's happening? Oh. My goodness. Oh, my <laughs> God. We're here. We're a talking. surprise guest. An odd coincidence. And a, a con- it's maybe confluence. the greatest surprise guest of We're all discussing time. great movies, and we're joined by the great film critic. One of, one of the, the greatest few film great critic. film critics still left in this great world of ours. Leonard Malton is Leonard here. Leonard Malton. What an honor. How are you? How are you guys? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I got here. Yeah, Which in Los Angeles is an accomplishment in itself. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, we were just discussing. Uh, we were talking movies. Robert Stiglitz's production of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Mm-hmm. Great movie. <laughs> No one's idea of a great movie. I, I feel safe. Where to do you say. think it failed? <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Where did it succeed? We don't have time. No. Uh, yeah. uh, but I haven't seen it since it was new. 
Neither That's true. I saw and, it in the theater. I, I, I remember liking pieces of it. Yeah. There's, there's some segments that I thought were pretty good. Yeah. And uh, as in all these Beatle, uh, you know, jukebox musicals. Yeah, there was Across the coming, Universe. So. There was that one a yeah, few years yeah. back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is this the Danny Boyle movie you're talking about? Yeah. Is, he doing a, uh-huh. yeah. Is he doing a Beatle movie? He's doing a movie yeah. about a guy who hits his head. And oh, wakes yeah. up, and he's the only one that oh, knows Beatles songs. And the Beatles never existed? Yeah. yeah. But oh. he knows all their catalog mm-hmm. and plays it. Yeah. And everybody thinks he's writing everything. I think everything. he's a genius. Oh. That's kind of brilliant. I kind of like yeah. that. Called being sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That's interesting. You know, I your book and the, all the different versions of your book was, I worked in the world's biggest uh the world's biggest, biggest bookstore. video store in oh, Canada. Video store. Oh, okay. my gosh. I worked at Sam the Video Man, which mm-hmm. is in Sam the Record Man. That was, was one. Yeah. Was. It's gone. But uh, whenever anybody would come in and ask for a movie, they would ask our opinion. And all we would ever do is get out your book and give, <laughs> yeah. give them your opinion. Yeah. Well, uh, I know it was a staple in video stores. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, some people would haul their own along to the store and others had it on a chain in the store, like a like a pen at a bank, you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't, you couldn't walk away with. Uh, it's all very flattering. It's probably the most dog-eared book ever published. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. yeah, possibly. But you would always buy it again because of all the the fresh. You'd had to have it with all the new movies. Mm-hmm. It was like right. a brilliant updated. It was brilliant because we, you always needed the new copy. We used to use it in Second City in the improv set. We'd get the book out and we'd play a game with the audience. And we'd have them flip and name a page number and then have them zoom in on the, and act it out. That's right. Really yeah. That's well, right. Doug Benson plays a game in his, uh, Doug, his no, Doug Loves Doug Movies Doug. podcast. There, there, there are infinite games apparently derived from the book. One is yeah. uh, kind of a bluff game where uh, – you play it in teams like charades uh-huh. and uh, you uh, look up a title and then uh, invent a uh, synopsis for it. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm, there's another one where you, where you three different people uh, devise synopses for a title and you have to guess which is the real one and which, which ones are bogus. Fake. Oh, yeah. That's Doug great. Benson's is the toughest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm the world's worst player of that <laughs> game, which is, D- which yep. bears my name, but <laughs> my my brain just doesn't sort information that way. The, his, his was kind of a name that tune idea where uh, you'd you'd say uh, here are three uh, Willem Dafoe movies: one from 1998, one from 2004, one from 2013, and you'd pick one. Right, I'll take mm-hmm. the one from 2004. Okay, uh, Leonard lists eleven cast members mm-hmm. in his review. Yeah. How many names do you need to know in order to name it? But you'd bid, but, yeah. like, but you get them in reverse order. Yes. Oh, from the worst. From the, from the, yes. Yes. From the, the lowest build upward. And uh, people like Sam Levine. Sam Levine is, is, is like a savant from playing this game. Yes. Uh, he can bid negative numbers and still get yeah. wrong wow. answers. But in every other way, his life is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Our son reads the 2013 version every night in bed. It's yeah. A, it's, yeah. Yeah, Chrissy and I Chrissy and I have a sex role playing game based on your book. <laughs> oh, well. For some reason I always wind up being Barbara Stanwyck. Gee. <laughs> mm. I, your attitude. I, I have you nothing to add yeah. to. I don't know. I think it's because of my legs. <laughs> I, I'm I'm curious. Do you remember the first movie you reviewed? Or one first of the movie I reviewed? Yeah. Like 
got, yeah. paid, paid, to review. got paid to review. And not no. just annoyed your family about. Right. But that's <laughs> just another opinion. But, you know. I, I don't because I didn't set out to be a critic. I mean, I my first love was movie history and mm-hmm. remains my my first love, and uh, so that's what I was doing as a kid, as a as an adolescent, was writing articles about Buster Keaton and Douglas Fairbanks sure. and uh, Charlie Chaplin and such. And uh, I don't think I wrote a review until I got into college. I went to New York University, and we had a daily newspaper there. And I started writing actual reviews for our paper. And uh, it was rough. Well, actually, it was exactly the same time that I got the job to write, devise or compile the first edition of that movie guide. Oh, really? Oh. I was 17 years old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a collector's uh, item. <laughs> <laughs> I was 17 years old when a, a teacher in my high school, an English teacher, who I didn't even have classes with, but she knew me, knew of this fanzine that I was publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fanzine, uh, old-fashioned yeah, term for amateur magazine. And she said, I have a friend who's an editor at Signet Books in New York. This was in the suburbs in New Jersey. I have a friend who's an editor at Signet Books in New York. You should call him up after school one day, go to see him. I think the two of you would hit it off. And I've told this story so many times. but Not uh, here. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, so I, I went to see him, made an appointment, took the bus over the George Washington Bridge, mm-hmm. the subway downtown, went to see him, uh, and I brought some copies of the magazine to give him. And it turned out he already knew the magazine and wow. didn't associate me with it, and I didn't associate his name oh, wow. with anybody who had subscribed to it. I don't mm-hmm. know why we were all in the dark that way. But he said, do you know this book, Movies on TV? <laughs> and, and there was such a book. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I use it every day. He said, what do you think of it? I said, well, it's okay as far as it goes. He said, what would you do differently? And I really, I knew this book inside and out. I said, well, I'd put more cast names. He only has like two cast names for a movie. Mm-hmm. I'd list the director and I'd tell you the running time so you know if the local TV station is cutting it down to sh- mm-hmm. or cutting it to shreds. Yeah. And, I said, and I'd say if it's in color or black and white, which in those days mattered said, yeah. more, yes, right. yeah. more relevant than it is today. And uh, et cetera. And I, I just, I said all this stuff and he said, well, how'd you like to do it? Huh. I said, wow. what do you mean? He said, how would you like, I'm trying to do a rival book. How would you mm-hmm. like to do it? I said, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, essentially he hired me on the spot. Wow. And uh, the rest is history. And, wow. it, 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 the rest is the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> that was a 45 year run. Wow, wow, that's amazing. 45 what, wow. years. What did your family say when you went home and told them that? They well, think- they, they were as dumbfounded as I. Uh-huh. They think and, it was and, real? And what, uh, they yes. thought you were never going to amount to anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then uh, the, the editor, who became a lifelong friend and had, and had a, a good long life, just, just passed away a few years ago, uh, and out here. So mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I got to see him uh, in his later years. He said to me, so what are you going to do now? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I've just given you a job. What are you going to do now? I said, well, I'm about to graduate from high school and I've been accepted at NYU. I'm going to go to college. He said, why? <laughs> I said, I just hired you to write a book. I said, well, I know, but I'm, I was such a square. I said, uh, but I'm supposed to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. Uh, I, uh, not so much for the, well, I was a journalism major and that was worthwhile. Yeah. It was all the courses were taught by working journalists, and that really was valuable. 
And uh, I was got to cherry pick some film classes. That was mm-hmm. fun. And then I got to work on the paper, which was really the best part of being there. And I made great friendships there. And uh, and it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I'm I'm curious, actually. I, I have your book because, you know, it was such a huge part of our lives, this book, because you never don't reference it, when, especially when you're watching TV back when mm-hmm. you didn't know when something was going to show up. Mm-hmm. And there was mm-hmm. no and, internet. And uh, are is there a movie or one movie out there that has got like the worst bum rap ever that you think is a great movie and everybody just. Oh, gee. Like, uh, well, I just, you know, as we're speaking, uh, I just with my family put on a film festival this yes, past weekend just gonna ask you called yeah. Malton Fest yes. at the mm-hmm. Egyptian Science. theater here yeah. in Hollywood. And the whole point of the festival was showing movies that uh, were uh, underrated. Yeah. And uh, films that we thought deserved a bigger audience than they got. How many of my films were in the festival? (laughs) (laughs) Brain candy. (laughs) So that's a recurring theme in my work. I wrote a book called The 151 Best Movies You've Never Never Seen. Never seen. I know it. So, uh, uh, you know, there are too many to network. But the poster child for this festival and for all this was our our opening night movie. We had a late afternoon movie, which was Please Give by Nicole Holof Center. Great, great film. Mm-hmm. And then we showed um, Sing City. Sing Street, my brain. Oh, Sing Street. Sing Street. Yeah. Sing John Street. Carney's film. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know it. Peop- well, we you got to see it, Dave. Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, right? It was, awesome. It was yes. an awesome movie. Oh, yeah. It's a, a great, great movie. movie. And, and I had the thrill of sitting there watching it again on the giant screen at the Egyptian and watching the whole audience fall in love with this movie. And almost none of them had seen it before. And they, they embraced this movie. And at the end, no one got up during the credits because they reprised all the songs on the yeah. track. Oh, that's so cool. And they wanted to hear them again, and they oh. clapped along with one of them. And then when it was over, everyone went outside uh, to the lobby, and uh, the courtyard outside, and we were serving maltinis mm-hmm. at the bar. <laughs> nice. And uh, get one of those now. <laughs> and, and everybody stayed and talked to each other. Oh, how nice. And which is what my daughter, who really put this whole festival idea together— she said that's what she wanted was a sense of community. There's nothing wrong with watching films at home. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's a convenience. It's more we, fun we all do it, but it's more fun yeah. if you're watching it with, with the right audience, not yes. just an audience, right. but a like-minded audience. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we had. We had uh, uh, just a great, great time. Wow. I mean, rep theaters were the thing. Yeah, yeah. back in high school. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. We had the Bluer Theater in Toronto, which Cinema was- Cinema 5 in, in Montreal. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't see those movies Yeah, otherwise. Mm-hmm. They didn't show up on TV. There were a bunch of Hitchcocks, I remember, that never yeah. showed up on TV. Well, I remember seeing Rear Seven Window Samurai there. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I could mean, just go see a movie for a dollar. That's how I yeah. ended up loving movies was because of that theater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember seeing a really weird Art Garfunkel movie. Oh, bad timing, uh, bad timing, bad timing yeah. obsession, yeah. Nick Rogue. Yeah, that was a strange movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but where else would I have seen that? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but amazing for home video. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think a movie I always, like Kevin McDonald and I always talk about a movie that got really maligned that is actually really good. It was uh, Ishtar. Well, <laughs> there are, there's a whole range of opinions about Ishtar, but mm-hmm. I, Jesse and I, who do our podcast called Malton on Movies, we got to uh, interview Paul Williams last year. I uh-huh. had a great time with him. And I asked him the que- question that uh, many people have been asking for decades. When are we going to get a, a, a cast album, a, a you know, uh, original yeah. soundtrack album from that, from that film with those 
hilariously uh, funny, ingenious yeah, song. Brilliant. Yeah, the lyrics that, were that amazing. He and his partner wrote. And uh, that's my favorite aspect of the film. Yeah. Well, it, but it's like, it's, it's a great, Elaine May script. Mm-hmm. And, Directed. and uh, you know, but I remember at the time it, it got reviews for its budget. Yes. Right. Unfortunately, unfortunately it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of a, was, kind of a cost big $40 million. Big <laughs> yeah. sitting duck at the time. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot, there was a lot of, uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, uh, a lot of gossip making. Uh, yeah, it was mostly, yes, you heard print. about the making of it for about yeah, a year. Exactly. Before. Yes. But it was all that, this, Hollywood's become bloated beyond, yeah, beyond, yeah. beyond its endurance. Mm-hmm. How can you spend $40 million making a movie, which now is laughable? Yeah. Right. You know? right. yeah. They used budget. to do that a lot back then where you'd hear about a movie for about a year before it came out. If it was a big deal like Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. I remember reading about it constantly. Yeah. And they started making it before the Vietnam War. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? They were just lucky. Yeah. Because it would have made about no that. sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're still waiting for those songs from Ishtar. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I hope there's an album from uh, Sing Street. I'm not sure if there is, but they're great know. songs. Oh, that was a great movie. Who was in Sing Street? No, that's nobody, it. Nobody. 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 Oh, well, the, the, the leading lady, Lucy Boynton, is now making a name for herself. She was yeah. in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. A beautiful young woman. And uh, uh, my daughter... Knows what the young leading man is doing now. He's on a show. He's on a series, but um, mm. there, you know. So it, it was tough to promote. I'm sure when mm. you don't have stars, it's yeah. always tough to to sell a film. Yeah, uh, but this one is such a charmer. I have to see that. Do you have some favorite directors? Alina would out right it. now. Yeah, she would like newer oh, people. Jeff Nichols. Who's I don't know Jeff. Which, Nichols. Who's Jeff Nichols? Uh, he made my favorite film of 2013, Mud. Oh, Mud. Yeah. Wonderful oh, movie. And it came out in the spring of that year. And when people, when I would try to tout it to people, they say, well, who's in it? I say, well, Matthew McConaughey. And they go, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then that fall yeah. came the McConaissance. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, he turned up in Wolf of Wall Street and then Dallas Buyers Club, which obviously. Yeah. You know, the McConaissance. And <laughs> so the timing was was just off. Yeah. There's a lot of other good people in it, too. Reese Witherspoon has a, has a smallish but important role. Sam yeah. Shepard is in it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Nichols is a very t- talented writer-director. Mud is a great, great movie. Uh, he did the... Um, the, the uh, uh, about the, the interracial couple. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, loving. Yeah. Loving. loving. Oh, that's, exactly. Oh, oh, that was a great oh, one. And, and that. also Midnight Special. Oh, mid- really? Old, that was the, the no, no, no. The new, the new one called really? Midnight. Well, the new one. Know that one. Paul got no. really excited there I, for a second. Yeah, I thought it was the old, old Midnight was, yeah. No, it's the story of Gary Mildear's rise to fame. <laughs> 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 he's a very talented guy, and uh, and I'm I'm uh, he's on my radar big time for see what he has next up his sleeve. And he works. Uh, uh, it's kind of a he, he. Michael Shannon is kind of his good luck charm, right? Uh, and is in all of his movies, mm-hmm. including the one that I can't remember the name of that came before Mud. I'm having a a uh, brain blip tonight as I'm sitting here with I you. I want to be I, someone's good luck charm. I'd yeah, like that, nice. yeah, like yeah, John sure. Ratzenberger for right. Pixar. I'm mm-hmm. tired yeah, of being exactly. everybody's bad luck charm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 Pixar's shameful secret. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you are. Now I now I worked with a man who's been acclaimed as the worst director of all time, uh, Uwe Boll. <laughs> Have you seen any of his movies? Uh, I have not. Then you're keep your soul clean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I 
I was, uh, I remember I was in a movie years ago that was directed by a guy whose uh, father paid for the movie. <laughs> I've done one Lucky of those. guy. I did one yeah. of those. Yeah, Lucky yeah, guy. I think his father was a businessman. That movie he, was mm-hmm. epic. He put mm-hmm. the all he put the movie together, and we always we always wondered how did this guy get to direct this movie? <laughs> and then we finally found out uh, his dad's paying for it. But everybody was in it. Everybody. It had uh, Kevin. I was in it with Kevin. It oh. Dom Deluise. Yeah. Dom Deluise. Mm-hmm. Uh, hired all vehicle. these old com- Rodney Dangerfield. Dom Deluise asked Rodney you to sit on his lap. Yeah, it was a Godfather parody, but it was classically, amazingly horrible. <laughs> 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 well, people talk about Michael Bay sometimes. Yes. Uh, and yeah. Or a son. He, but he has a, a distinction. He's the only director, good or bad, in history who has had a song sung about him in a major motion picture. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Which that? one? Think about it. A song about Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Standing on the dock of the bay? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Not, not a pun. Okay. An animated? actual song about animated? Michael Bay. About Michael Bay. Is it an animated uh-huh. movie? Yes. Okay. Oh, is, is it, it, is it the Lego movie? No. It no. South Park? It's the, it's the South Park guys. Oh, oh, it's their yeah. second film. Team, oh, the, Team, Team America. Team America, yeah. right. Team America. See, which is on. a great movie. I kind of win. I was cheating yeah. and looking it up. That's good. Yeah. Oh. A very Team funny America. movie with a, with a very outrageously funny song about Michael Bay. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Who does that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Matt and Trey. Yeah. That's right. Very, That's right. clever. Um, and on that note, let's take a little pause here. Uh, okay. Great. Uh, Leonard, would you like to, to take a bet on or, you know, make a guess as to what our ad might be? We don't know what they are. So oh, we like gee, to guess. Uh, I don't know. Uh, in. Could it be yeah. uh, Castro Convertibles? Well, let's find out. Oh. Good guess. Well, that turned out to be a pretty lousy guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was completely off. That was like yeah. not even go. close. And you hold yourself out as an expert. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I forget what, you know, maybe not in that subject. Not in, but not still. in all areas. Not in all areas. 2013, they going to burn that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a very, I have a question. Oh, Paul you do? A yes. Paul, Paul. a question, everyone. The, the thing that's around now that wasn't around, you know, in the 80s and the 90s is the... My career. And it's still not around. Is the uh, rating system of this percentage thing Ugh. that the the Rotten Tomatoes thing basically? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Is a yeah. Per, you get a number yeah. on a movie? Yeah. yeah. And do you think that and works films rise at, or fall based on their Rotten yeah. Tomato score now? Well, I'm a tomato. Yeah. Yes. You're, yeah. Uh, you're, you are. You're, you're a top I don't critic. Re- I don't. The rev- top that's critic. right. But I don't review that many movies uh, lately. I'm gotten choosier, and I don't have a a gig. Mm-hmm. I don't have a regular slop uh, on a uh, on a publication or on a TV show. I write for my website, mm-hmm. and since I'm my own boss, I don't have to go see a lot of junk that comes along. So <laughs> I'm very choosy. That's called making it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I I'm not uh, I'm not in the average or the aggregate of a lot of different films, but on the ones I review, I am there. So I remind people that we think that film critics are obsolete or irrelevant. And a lot of people do feel that in the social mm-hmm. media age, uh, that uh, if there are no critics, there'll be no Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if they count on Rotten Tomatoes as a guide of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I don't think it's inaccurate either or irrelevant yeah. because if something gets, uh, I mean, Sing Street has a 95. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which right. is tomatoes. I, that I, says there's a pretty, pretty large mm-hmm. consensus of people 
who think this is an yeah. exceptional film. It also says film. there's five will, people out there yeah. who are insane for <laughs> yeah. not liking it. Because right. when I'm pick, looking for movies on on iTunes, mm-hmm. I will look at the Rotten Tomato scores mm-hmm. yeah. if, for movies that I haven't heard of. And yeah, and usually if it's if it has if it's 11, a really low score, if it's extremely high or extremely low, I think that does send a message. Yes, right. Just as. Uh, uh, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert had their thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Right. And they took a lot of heat for that. How can you, you know, summarize uh, all the nuances of a film in a, in a thumb up or thumb mm-hmm. down? Well, it was shorthand. Just like the ratings in my movie guide were shorthand. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if, uh, if you're not reading further, if you're not yeah. exploring more, uh, in more depth what the critics had to say about it, then you're just left with the shorthand. Yeah. And uh, well, that's what, and Rotten Tomatoes, I'll always dig into the actual reviews. Yeah. Like go like go through mm-hmm. and find the it's critics whose reviews do. I like. I probably would never have seen agreed. Tucker and Dale versus Evil if it weren't True. for the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. reviews. I mentioned, I mentioned that film the other day. Yeah. I love that and then film. You, yeah, you certainly wouldn't have seen it five times. Well, true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, I, it's I a have. terrific movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah. I remember that was the TV guide you'd get like, like three stars. Three that would stars, be, you'd yeah. know, oh, this is worth watching. Oh, yeah, three. That. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, back to your book, I remember seeing certain movies because that I'd never heard of, be, you know, circling them because mm-hmm. you had given them such high ratings. Mm-hmm. Remember one that Mike is, is Gun Crazy? So? Oh, yeah. I remember seeing Gun Crazy. What which hell, was this, hell of a movie. That was insanely good. Yes. But, you know, I guess... It's, I guess, you know, it's a good system that, you know, I... Well, I didn't want to do it. My editor said, no, you've got to. I said, why? I don't want to have to arbitrarily come up right. with ratings. He said, people love it. It's mm. shorthand and people love it. He was right. Yeah. And uh, I know from the reaction I, I got over the years, especially in the early years, in one week's time, I had two different people stop me in the streets of New York. One said, you know what I do with your book? I said, what? He said, I take your review and I double the rating and then I know if I'm going to like it or not. Said, mm-hmm. Well, whatever works, fine. Wow. And I swear, days later, somebody said, you know what I do? I said, what? He said, I cut your rating in half and then I'll know if I'm going <laughs> to like the movie. Now. That's it, absolutely true. So, you know, uh, it's just an opinion. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But a, but an actual, but an but opinion, a qualified opinion. An opinion from someone well, who knows that's what I'm nice talking thing. about. Because you internet. talk about Rotten Tomatoes news and, yeah. and, and, and rating and that everybody's a critic now. Uh, you know, our son, who's a, a big movie fan and very much obsessed with ratings, he qualifies by who's giving the rating. So he... Metacritic. He, well, you you uh, raised him right. He gives, yeah. you yeah. know, he'll give status to people who are He also looks at the audience score yeah. and the Metacritic score. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. balance, weighs does the math, all. weighs mm-hmm. it. Well, I don't think I'm going to see that. And I go, well, fuck you. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. we're going to John Wick. And you don't have to come. <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. got Three. 98%. Yeah. We don't care because it's Keanu shooting a lot of people. <laughs> and our daughter uh, just picks movies by whether they're 80s teen movies. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's going to run out. It's amazing eventually. the endurance yeah, that eventually. those films have had. It's true. Yeah. It, it, it surprises mm-hmm. me. Uh, a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they've never gone away. Oh, I know. They've that's really true. never gone away. Those John Hughes movies mm-hmm. in particular. Yeah. I remember and, not liking them in the 80s. Oh, well, uh, I love them. I had some. Oh. some, uh, some Ferris Bueller uh, was one of the best movies ever when I saw it. I just loved it so much. I was, I'm a little older than you. And uh, <laughs> I. did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember having, mis- you know, <laughs> uh, misgivings about some of those films. Mm-hmm. They all had their strengths, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but I-, I felt that they had, they were uneven. I guess mm-hmm. that's the best word to describe. Yeah. Sure. But they have been embraced. Yeah. 
Definitely. Totally, fully embraced. They, they really tapped into the teens of the time. Well, I, the, the Breakfast Club, I thought, was, was, was right on the money. Yeah. The, best yeah. of the yeah. best of the genre. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. But like the uh, the parade scene in Ferris Bueller is just That's a great scene. Oh, I, think, I was thinking it's awful. Oh, really? oh yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a fantasy. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's a fantasy. Right. Yeah. It's, but it's also, yeah, I mean, Ferris himself is, mm-hmm. you know, fantasy yeah. teenager. You know, the, part right? where, the kid that gets away with everything. And of course, I'd already seen Alfie. So, Oh, well. Yeah. And I thought the part where... Mature Fury. Yeah. 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 The part where Ferris Bueller drops the uh, crystal thing and says, Rosebud, I thought that was stupid. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You must have been tired that day. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> See, that depends on your on your review, right? Depending on your mood, <laughs> I would think. Well, it's true. That's the tough part is uh, powering through that. Right. You yeah. know, and... Uh, uh, Just because you haven't eaten doesn't mean it's a bad movie. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember something. If If... I think you were interviewed by this guy from Canada at some point, Elwi Yost. Oh, yes. Do you remember Elwi? Oh, I was on a show more than once. Yes, I remember to see you on, because you used uh-huh. to Saturday he's, night he's at the movies. He's a Canadian treasure. Best. Yeah, Elway. he came yeah. here and he would, Grammy, he would uh, bank a whole bunch of interviews for, for a season. Yes. And he would Magic ask me Shadows. about a number of different films mm-hmm. uh, so that he could use them. But he would have like you on and then Jimmy Stewart, you know, oh, yeah. he'd run, you know, he'd have mm-hmm. Henry Fonda discussing, uh, you know, uh, how the West was, not mm-hmm. how the West was, uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm-hmm. He had a yeah. show where he'd show one uh, fifth of a movie every night. Yeah, he had so two shows. Yeah, yeah. It was called Magic yeah. Shadows. So you'd see one fifth of a movie and by Friday you'd seen the whole movie. And <laughs> yeah. I saw Kind Hearts and Coronets that way, I yeah. remember. And it was like, one kind heart at a time. Yeah. It yeah. Was like, <laughs> yeah. But you your brain somehow it. put it together. But yeah. Yeah. it was pretty confusing. And Saturday night, he'd have two movies. They'd be on a theme. Mm-hmm. And then he would have interviews in between the movies. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and in those days, nobody was doing this. There was like no, inter- like mm-hmm. there was nowhere to see, like His, nowhere, there's nowhere you would see John Ford being interviewed. <laughs> right. His yeah. son, uh, Graham Yost, became oh, a very powerhouse. successful screenwriter, yeah. producer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah. But I was wondering if you knew oh, Ellie. Ellie was a lovely guy. He was a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. he used to came, he used to come and give lectures at my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember winning winning a prize because I I was the only one in the class who could remember the last line from uh, King Kong, Aww. which is oh. wasn't it was beauty, beauty wasn't killed. wasn't the planes killed the beast? It was beauty killed the beast? Aww. Wasn't the planes was beauty killed twas, the beast? Was beauty killed the beast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert nice, Armstrong. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice memory. Yeah. Getting that award. Yeah. Is that like oh, your yes. only good memory? It that's is. it from childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty it, right? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Well, that's you have one. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, sweet boy. Oh, sweet yeah. Canadian yeah. boy. But then what happened when you brought the award home to your parents? You know what? Stop it, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. What'd your dad say? Stop it. He beat me around the head with it. Oh, Jesus. There we go. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's that, other, there's that other good memory that time my dad uh, mistimed his punch. <laughs> that was a good one. He yeah. got his own knuckles bruised that day, I'll tell and, you. And did your mom say, don't make a fuss. Don't fuss. Don't yeah. fuss. <laughs> don't make a fuss, oh, Dave. Let it be, Dave. Don't make a walk away. My mom was English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make a fuss, Dave. Your teeth will grow yeah. back. That was the closest thing she had to a philosophy was, oh, don't fuss. <laughs> Dave and I in our shared childhood memories, let's yeah. not say anything. <laughs> oh, daddy's not home. Off you go then. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's yeah. Where's daddy? Oh, best not make a fuss. <laughs> oh, when I was a kid, you guys uh, had I used dad. to borrow records from my local public library. This is a complete tangent mm-hmm. now. Yep. All right. I like it. I like and it. I brought home the original cast album of Beyond the Fringe. Oh, oh, God. oh yeah. And committed it to memory. I played it oh, so yes. many times. Uh, uh, but... That's what you just reminded me of. But uh, oh, put on a kettle, have a nice cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it uh, was the answer to almost any <laughs> any problem. Any problem? Yeah, that's how they defeated Hitler. 
That's true. That's right. Cup of tea always makes it all right. Have a cup of tea. Keep calm and carry on. There you are. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the British are stupid. <laughs> wow. He's just kidding, British you know, fans. You know what's Both nice British though? fans just stop listening. <laughs> when when we have we have surprise usually it's always a surprise guest, which is fun because the boys are don't have to do homework and prepare yeah. because they're very yeah. lazy. It's yeah. really great. It was really amazing seeing them light up when you walked in. That was pretty, oh, yeah. pretty oh, it's very flattering. I was hoping Jessie'd be here because I, I want to see her hair in person. Uh, <laughs> her hair, no, yes, you do. I'm yes, always that do. girl. I'm starting to bother her. I think I'm always like, how'd you do that? Hit like. like. <laughs> she has rainbow hair. She is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it is uh, not effort free. No. no. It takes, takes some doing. Skill. And, and, and even if you go deeper than the hair. Yeah. She's quite delightful. <laughs> She's very delightful. Well, I'm delightful parked, woman. I'm, yes. I'm parked in I'm the a Jesse hair. Nice, nice young yeah, woman under too. that head of hair. Yes. 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 It's great yeah. that you get to work together. What you see with me is nothing but effort. <laughs> yeah. And hair. And this is what we got. And hair. Nothing but effort and Five thirty in the morning, Paul's in the makeup truck. That's right. He has a makeup truck at I'll home. be out in a minute. <laughs> I'm doing my hair. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was um, untrue. Just brushing well, my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I oh, I hear I hear Eben uh, uh very the ivories just sort of trying plastics. to lead us lead us to the conclusion <laughs> of this show. And we want to thank you so much for being here, Leonard. This my is pleasure. a complete Always thrill. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to thank uh folks that helped put the show together today, uh Dustin uh, Dustin Knaus, uh Kaylin Rushing and Lauren Afnir. And, of course, everyone here. But you've already heard their names, so screw them. Uh, So uh, until the next time, 